0: Less than two weeks away from SummerSlam, you're listening to The chick Foley Show. Oh man, we are so close to pumpkin beers, it's almost fall, I don't know if I'm happy or sad about that. I am the hot take kid, Phil Gentile, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios, and uh, thank you for having us in your car or in your home or wherever you're listening to us. Uh I am joined by the lovely Sheena Phelps. She is out, and she used to be out in Hawaii. Now she's in uh, Virginia. How are you doing, Sheena?
1: I'm pretty good, man. Kicking it here. Um, It's a man. It's almost ten o'clock at night as we're recording this. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a late night for this mom. Yeah. We got we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We actually had a really good week of wrestling. I cannot remember the last time that you like you and I have gotten together to record this show, and we've been like kind of excited to talk about Raw and SmackDown.
0: Why wasn't the best week for me not to watch Raw and Smackdown, was it?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me you watched Raw you gotta and Smackdown. you got to walk me
0: through this. No, I have had the week from hell from between work and other family commitments and stuff. So I did catch a bunch of highlights and stuff on uh, YouTube and all over social media, so I can keep up. But just full full disclosure, I'm not going to fake it. I, I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown or Smackville, which we'll get into. So you're gonna you're gonna be carrying the load here in the first. half Oh of the show. my
1: gosh! Yeah, you you definitely picked a bad week. Creative is actually doing their jobs right for a change. Like I, I, you know, it's been interesting. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been, you know, a little, there's been some holy shit moments. Um, but thankfully we have the intern Marco Denton here with us. I know Marco watched raw and SmackDown. So, um, if I need to, if I need to call in for backup, I know I got my man. Marco.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our, our friends over the, uh, our vantage point podcast. Uh, they gave us a shout out on their show this week. Uh, we've been singing their praises. If you like old school, 80s, 90s, just ridiculousness. Uh, I've got Marco onto this podcast. Sheena's going to start listening. It's definitely a good listen. They come out every single Monday. Uh, they do like a weekly uh, kind of countdown. Right now, they just finished up the top and top ten and worst ten Intercontinental champions of all time, and then they kind of go into the vault and look at some old wrestling. Uh, stuff last, this last week, Sheena they they recapped a episode of Sinbad that uh, oh. that Bret Hart was on. I don't even remember this show at all, but it was like I was driving and I was in like tears listening to the, these guys like recap this awful episode of this '90s like action TV show
1: oh my you don't remember the sinbad show no or you don't or you don't remember when brett was on the sinbad show i don't
0: neither of those things i remember like uh xena and all those shows but i don't know i can't even picture it in my head i remember he was on lonesome Dove. i remember that being on like wwf magazine and all that stuff
1: yeah i don't remember brett being on sinbad but i remember the sinbad show wasn't like something that i watched all the time but it's funny like i can't believe you can't like you don't remember i just remember him having a show um but i'm so excited to to listen to our vantage point and uh like i'm always up for new pods man that's all i do all day long like with the baby face here it's like you know you're i need something some kind of adult interaction throughout the day so i feel like i have like my podcast friends so i'm always looking for new for new pod subscriptions so thanks for the recommendation i'm super stoked
0: Speaking of subscriptions, check us out over at patreon.com slash chick foley show. You like that uh, transition, Sheena? Pretty nice.
1: That that was beautiful. Uh, You're a pro. You're Uh, a pro. A
0: couple days ago, myself and Sheena and Mike Lana recorded our history of WWE Mattel Retros episode. Hopefully, uh, we haven't seen the final chapter of those figures. But um, if we have, uh, the three of us recapped the first 10 series of that of that line and we talked about our fantasy figures if they do start coming out again some ones that were never released it was a pretty fun show it was like an hour and 15 minutes so uh we have about seven or eight patreon episodes in the can that you can go back and listen to we have some unboxing videos some articles on the patreon page so a bunch of cool stuff sheena
1: yeah, and uh, I think what's really cool is, um, like I said, our our Facebook community. That's a huge, huge part of what we do with our Patreons. Um, it's super fun. I feel like we can all connect there, and it feels very personal. Um, and I just I love our little Facebook fam that we have going on. So yeah, if you if you check us out over at Patreon and become a subscriber and come par- part of our VIP Foley fam, um, you'll definitely get to participate in that. And we we talk a lot of we talk a lot of shit over there, and it's a lot of fun.
0: We do. We talk figures. We talk wrestling, all kinds of stuff. Uh, We got to shout out our sponsors, Ringside Collectibles. A lot of hotness up on their website lately. They're doing a SummerSlam sale right now. Uh, The code is Chick Foley for 10% off there. They already have pre-orders up for uh, elite 71, and we haven't seen 67 in the stores. So uh, if you need figures... Uh, that is the place to go. Chalkline is your uh, your retailer for any kind of WWE and non-WWE uh, apparel a great website you need to check out it's code chick for 15 percent off there
1: oh my gosh let me jump in really quickly they have a summer slam collection that's coming out right before summer slam so i think i let me grab the dates really quickly for when it drops because you won't want to miss it because their stuff always always sells out like super quickly but they have um they're doing a super uh, a um summer slam store um and they're going to be doing all their drops that weekend and it's going to i mean dude there's some bret hart like sweatsuits and they are so Freaking mage. Um, so, yeah, August 9th through the 11th is when the WWE shop will open their SummerSlam superstore at SummerSlam. So, if you're at SummerSlam, Chalkline merchandise will be there. Um, if not, Chalkline's going to drop everything online, and you need to be like ready at your computer to, to grab the hotness because it'll sell out in your size guaranteed. So, definitely go to their Instagram and check out what they got coming out.
0: Yeah, uh, you've described it perfectly, but even more perfectly is all you need to know is. The Brett the Hitman Hart uh, pants. It's like a tracksuit pants that are basically, you know, just look like his outfits from when he what he they're, wore to the ring. You know, it's yeah, like,
1: it's his entrance. Yeah, it's his entrance pants. This guy, um, Jamie Jamie Oveen or something like that. Sorry if I, I totally botched that name. I, I'm trying to remember who it was, but he created these entrance pants for Chalkline, and yeah, he freaking nailed it. Like, they're only thing that would make them a little bit better if they had a little bit of paint splatter. But listen, I'm not right, gonna I'm yeah. not gonna complain. You know.
0: And then our friends over at Collar and Elbow, it's collarandelbowbrand.com. We've uh, sung the praises of their shirts. It's 10% off there with code CHICK. And you can find our shirts, our chick Foley show swag, over at prowrestlingtees.com. So let's get into uh, our raw recap. And I'm interested to hear, I mean, I've seen uh, bits and pieces of this. I know this, the show started off with that 24-7 title. Actually, let's back up for a second. We had a Patreon episode uh, myself and sheena where we kind of talked about some ways to fix the ww network sheena and mm-hmm. just this week one of our patreon subscribers on facebook said they got an email from the network about some things that they're going to add they're going to put some tiers onto the, the network with some higher pricing with some lower pricing let's talk on that real quick because we had touched on that on our show and they basically they added some things that i don't think we even thought about which is pretty cool
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, they had mentioned even like, I think it was like even like last year, they had mentioned tiered pricing. um, But it's really become something that I think is going to become a reality here in the next um the next several months, especially with like the Fox deal and all that stuff. I could really see this, this coming into play. They just gave the network an interface overhaul. Um, It looks really nice. I know there's some people out there that are still having bugs, but I mean, anytime, you know, anytime you download a new iOS or anytime you get a new interface on something like you can expect there to be glitches and bugs and things like that, but they're going to, you know, they're gonna patch it all up. Everything will be good to go. But I do like the way it looks. Um, I think it looks a lot more professional. Um, but they're gonna be adding some. Um, supposedly, they're supposed to be adding some tiers. So you're gonna have a 14.99 tier that's gonna get you, you know, basically like ad-free content. You're gonna get access to everything that you have now. So here's the thing: for the people who have the 9.99 um, WWE Network, like nothing changes for you. So if you love what you're getting now and you don't feel like you need more, like cool. Like you, you absolutely like nothing's going to change for you. And I think that's, what's really cool. They didn't take anything away from what the subscribers are already getting Um, but you're going to get downloadable, um, content. So you're going to be able to download content, which is super cool. I've been like waiting and waiting for that. Like all those times, like on the airplane when I Mm -hmm. like had like eight hour flights and I was like, Oh my God, like I wish I had something to watch. Um, you're going to be able to download content now, which is super cool. Um, and then what else? Oh, the fan perks you're going to get like, they, um, supposedly based on this survey that they gave out during mania weekend. They're going to offer fans hall of fame voting, um, cool. early event ticket access, um, offline content download, like I just mentioned. And then like a small group online chat community. And we kind of talked about that, about having like, you know, like how Xbox has, you know, their online interface with like chatting and stuff like that, which, and, and obviously PlayStation too, mm-hmm. but you know, we're, uh, we're, we're Xbox people over here, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's really cool how they're trying to create an online community, um, you know, and then the deluxe fan perks that you get with the 14 like, second screen content, and then um, ex- invites to exclusive in-person VIP meetups and stuff like that. So that's, that is really super cool.
0: The biggest one that uh, I, I like on here is access to TNA and Ring of Honor. I know they've bought some of those. Uh, libraries, because you know, with the addition of AJ Styles and Sting, and you know, to to show kind of their entire career, they've had to you know, use some of that that content. So I, I was never, I've never really watched TNA or Ring of Honor besides here and there, but I would love to. You know, having that on the network would be a huge you know bonus for them, and then also for subscribers, I would pay. I would probably check it out. I don't know if I would run with that fourteen ninety nine for forever, but I would definitely jump up to that for a couple months and check out some old TNA pay per view especially being a Kurt Angle fan. So,
1: yeah, you know, I heard a lot of people like, um, you know, there was there was mixed reviews when I posted it on Chick Foley. Like, some people were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You know, I would love this. Like, I'm totally going to do fourteen ninety nine. And some people were like, "You know, I I don't even like paying nine ninety nine, and you know, I think nine ninety nine is enough or it's too much." And In my personal opinion, like I'm not trying to be in anybody's pocketbook. I don't know what anybody's finances are, but I'm telling you right now, the product that they give you with the WWE network is like far, worth far more than $9.99 a month. You know what I mean? Like they have been giving you a freaking bargain. And the fact that like you feel like you're getting, like you're paying too much, I don't know. Like I don't know where the disconnect all of a sudden came. I'm like, dude, we used to pay like, 30, 40 bucks for a single pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Um, and now we get everything, plus all the bonus content, plus all the freaking, plus NXT. NXT alone to me is worth $9.99 a month. You know what I mean? If I could only watch NXT, I would pay ten dollars a month for it.
0: Yeah, I mean I would pay ten dollars a month for not even the pay per views. If if WWE Network was just sort of where I could see all all the old pay per views and old episodes of superstars and Raw and stuff, I would pay ten bucks for that. Um so the fa- and they also add that five dollar tier where you can get the uh the limited commercials and it's only on a phone and tablet, mm-hmm. but you get the big four pay per views. I'm worried about the commercials, like what So right now do we have no commercials because we have those tap out commercials and we have like ads for 205 live does that count as commercials because right now with this new plan looks like they're adding limited commercials on the 999 plan is I don't know we just need clarification if what we have now is commercials or if they're going to add like some Snickers commercials or something.
1: I would say what we have now is is limited ads. You know what I mean? Like you said, like the tap out and the stuff like that, I think is considered ads. But I mean, even if they threw in like a Snickers ad here and there, you know, like it's whatever, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. feel like we we live we live in a culture now where we're so used to that. Like you know, like I have YouTube ad. Like anytime you go to watch a YouTube video, there's going to be an ad. I mean, unless unless you're not like me, I get the I have free YouTube. I don't have like YouTube Gold Standard or whatever <laughs> the, the whatever all the uh, bougie YouTubers use. But um, yeah, I have ads. It's just like something you know you're just used to it, right? Um, so I don't think that's a a big deal. But I do think upgrading to fourteen ninety nine and having no ads that's a pretty pretty cool perk, you know.
0: I would pay, you know, f- I would like to see the fourteen ninety nine ad like after a day or two getting that Raw and SmackDown so you don't have to like, I don't really watch anything on Hulu. Really the only reason I have it is for Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. uh, because their movie selection is just awful uh, unless you're watching Handmaid's Tale. Uh, so yeah, I would love to have that added into that plan, but I I think this is cool. I think this will be good. And I think people will probably jump up to that 15, you know, 1499 and it gives someone a cheaper option. So it's, you know, covering all your bases, but people love to complain. So I'm sure people were complaining about this.
1: Oh yeah. You know, I saw, um, you know, one, one person, you know, he, I don't think he was trying to be like rude, but he was just kind of like, you know, Oh, well they're, they're just trying to, to, you know, fund their, their football league. And I'm like, I'm like, at the end of the day, like, WWE is a business. You know what I mean? Like they're not a charity. If they have a project that they're looking to fund or they're trying to make more money, guess what's gonna happen to the product that they give to you that you use every month? They're gonna increase the the price of it. You know what I mean? And they're gonna I mean, and they're not just increasing the price, they're offering you more. A, a better product for the price. So it's not like they're just being like, okay, well we're not going to give you anything else and we're going to jack it up to 1499. They're giving you a better product. Um, and then he was kind of like, yeah, I know I'm just complaining. I'm like, okay, well at least you can admit <laughs> that all that you're just complaining, you know? So anyway, I'm excited. I hope, I hope it rolls out sometime this year. I would be really, really excited to see like what the, what the changes are and what they actually have as far as those old content libraries, you know, because like you, like you mentioned, I think it would be really cool for a lot of those, those guys. It'll, it'll you know, WWE is like the master at making video packages, right? And just think if they had like these guys like, you know, AJ Styles and, you know, Kurt Angle and their their full career libraries, yeah, yeah. What, they, what they could freaking do, you know, when they're making their like video packages and Hall of Fame packages and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, super stoked, super stoked for that. Um, and that was pretty much. All, all that was in the uh, the Twitterverse going on, um, and we do have to. I can't believe we didn't we didn't start the show with this. Um, unfortunately, we heard today that um, Harley Race did uh. pass away. Yeah, um, it's just you know he his he was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and unfortunately, you know. Uh, due to complications to that cancer, he did pass away. So just a freaking legend in the business. I mean, there's really no other way, other way to put it. And we're going to talk about him a little bit more, um, on our wrestling recommendation or retro wrestling recommendation of the week, but I could not start the show without at least paying, paying respects to, you know, such a legend in the business
0: for sure. Yeah. We have some, uh, some stuff on him later on, but, uh, no, I'm a little bit or a little bit younger. I remember him as, you know, being the manager of Vader and WCW, but he had such an amazing career from NWA, eight-time world champion. You know, he was in WWF for a while and, uh, you know, great career, great man. And you know, every, everything I've heard about him from, from autograph signings and stuff like that, it was just how nice of a guy he was. So uh, condolences to him and his family. So,
1: Yeah, it gave us a hell of an action figure too.
0: Yeah, hard to, hard to yeah. find. I'm sure that thing is going up in value now.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was already hard to find. And now it's really going to be it's really going to be a valuable figure. But um, yeah, definitely sending out all of our all of our Chick-fil-A love to his family, friends and everyone. Brett Hart actually did a really a really nice tribute to him. Um, Brett's like the man when it comes to doing like, you know, <laughs> tributes to people who have like passed away. Um, Brett is just so articulate and just such a great writer, like everything. He like always tugs on my heartstrings. I'm like, oh, you know, like, this is the best. So if you haven't, uh, go check out Bret Hart's Instagram. He did a really nice um, tribute to Harley Race.
0: Very nice. Let's get into Raw. I love the match between those two guys, and then they fought, and then one of the guys won. What did you think about that match?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it was it was wonderful. I cannot believe it. it's so funny after all of the. I mean, we it's been better in recent weeks, but after you after you suffered through the era of I know. Baron Corbin. You know, I'm gonna like, go last, back and
0: watch at least Raw for
2: sure.
1: Yeah. Like, earlier this year and last winter, like, I can't believe, you know, that you missed, like, probably one of the best episodes of Raw this year. Um, I mean, actually, I'm just going to say it probably it is the best episode of Damn Raw it, really? this year.
0: Uh, it's, yeah. it's the freaking Orange is the New Black, which did it too, because we've just been binge watching that. And then I just we just fall asleep on the couch like three episodes in. So then usually I would, we would I would watch a show with the wife. She falls asleep in an hour and then I pop on Raw and Smackdown. But, uh, you know, we've, we've had something to watch. So I will, I will definitely catch up and I won't let this happen again for sure. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, so the 24, um, seven championship, yeah, they opened it and it was like a mosh pit match. I think is what they called it. So, you know, all the, all the mid carters who were chasing the 24, seven title were all around the ring, almost like a lumberjack style match. And, um, you know, they, they started the match and then there was the big scrum and everybody piled in. And long story short, Mike Kanellis comes out of the bottom of this scrum with the 24-7 championship. You know, like Mike has been like emasculated like over the last several weeks and told he's he's a loser and not a champion and not man enough and all, all of these things. And um, he's finally, finally a champion. Um, so I was, I was kind of excited, but then I knew that... That what that meant that Maria was going to come in and do something extremely worthy. So uh, my my excitement was, I think this is his first title in WWE. Marco, is that right? Is this his very first title in WWE's this twenty four seven championship?
0: Canal, can my Canales? So I'm going to guarantee that it is. I don't think he's been around long enough for anything. So, but I could be wrong. But yeah, uh, good for him. I would love, and I I know what we have coming forward. I know Maria ends up winning the belt, being the no, first pregnant yeah. champion.
1: Oh God. (laughs) Um, So this is where, this is where it got hairy. And let me let me say, maybe, like I said, maybe I'm watching this through like a different lens because I'm pregnant. Um, But it's just like, Oh my gosh, it's like the most cringe thing. And everybody else seems to enjoy it. Like all the articles I read and like, you know, I listened to some, some podcasts earlier in the week and they're like, Oh my God, it was so fun. And you know, it was just like very throwback and kind of like attitude. I'm like, you liked this? Like, how can you how can you like this? She literally banged on the door and told him if she didn't if he didn't let her in that she was gonna kick him in his vagina.
0: Yeah, come on. This is uh
1: And I was like, oh my gosh, like she she just reminds me of a vile, like Disney villain. You know what I mean? Like when she just she something about her is very Disney villain-esque, like she's like one of the evil stepsisters. She's like Ursula and one of the Cinderella stepsisters like had a wrestling love child. Um, and it is, it is Maria Canellis mm-hmm. And, uh, so she tells Mike to lay down. Mike lays down. Um, she puts her foot on him, gets counted out. And now she's the first pregnant champion. She goes out like, parts this like sea of mig carters all the guys that are in the 24 7 um title picture and you know telling them oh first pregnant champion like what are you going to do fight a pregnant woman she goes up to titus O'Neil um and taunts him and it's just oh my gosh it was just too much for me to watch i was like holy smokes but then it did bring up an interesting point like well how how are we going to get this title off of her
0: I would think if she goes to like the OBGYN, like, you know, maybe you she get a She did,
1: she made sure to mention that, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember hearing about that. So maybe R-Truth dressed up, you know, with the forceps, dressed up like a doctor or something, you know, reminiscent of the uh, of the Stone Cold and Vince McMahon segment. But I'll- I don't.
1: I was thinking Carmella like I, I was thinking that exact gimmick, but I was thinking Carmella was going to be the one because I feel like it would be. I mean, I don't know how how much they're willing to push the boundaries like if Maria is going to have her legs open and our truth is going to be oh, down there in, the, in the middle of them. I mean, you never know oh, nowadays. Jesus they, Christ. They, they, they are an edgier product, but I was thinking um, it would be it would be cool to see Carmella in that because I mean, God, they've given it to freaking Kelly Kelly and a blaze like. Carmela has been tied up in this twenty four seven title picture since it started, like give the girl a championship, you know
0: I would love to see Mike Canellis like give his wife a a nice long massage, you know pregnant women love you know getting a massage and then she falls mm-hmm. asleep and then he like pins her and like oh my God, tur- turns on her almost and like says no i'm I'm not Mike Canellis, I'm Mike Bennett type of thing, and like you know, then they because there's no way. How are you gonna? It would have to be a woman to if it's not her husband. It'd have to be a woman to, to pin her if she is indeed yeah. pregnant. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, and she did have a really weird interaction with Braun. Um, oh, she was Jesus. doing she she was doing her her photo shoot for the 24/7 title. She backs up and then backs into Braun. Well, she's like telling Braun like you know, oh, you know, are you're big and scary. You know, I'm um, the monster among among men and uh then she then she like tells him to do something manly or that he needs to do something manly I can't remember exactly what she said but then he just like snarls at the camera and I wasn't really sure what that was alluding to or if I just missed something or if it went over my head Marco do you have any insight on that what do you think that meant like what do you think that was supposed to be (laughs)
2: um i don't know i i I think i was i think they were alluding to him like protecting her maybe from Mm. uh, losing the title at some point um the other things i've seen were like he's going he's the one that did the thing to roman which we'll get into later that was that was one of the guys um but yeah i think it was him like protecting her so like if anyone comes near her he'll attack them because he's He has to
1: prove he's a man, essentially. Oh, so it's kind of like a Cersei and like Franken mountain type relationship. I could see, I could see that, but that's a sad place to have brawn.
0: Unfortunately, this fetus.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I cannot believe we use the word fetus on this podcast. Um, but anyway, uh, we are we are moving on from Maria and Mike. She <laughs> was she was the first pregnant champion. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to capture that title, so I know. that was jeez, a,
0: that would have been perfect that, for the show.
1: That was a lost, a total lost opportunity um, for me. Um, Ricochet. Okay, so there was a gauntlet match, and you know if if WWE does anything um well it is a freaking gauntlet match and they killed it on this i thought they did really really well it was cesaro ray mysterio um sammy zane andrade and ricochet and um i thought this was like one of the highlights of the night what about you marco i think we lost marco
0: marco yeah uh from what I've read, it was kind of like a couple of those guys in there. Like obviously AJ Styles now now a heel. Are you really going to put another heel against them? I don't know if you know Sami Zayn and who else was in it? Cesaro. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 kind of predictable that Ricochet won. But number one, it sounded like it was a great match. I can't wait to go back and watch it. And also those guys are going to kill it on SummerSlam, even though we've seen it before. I'm, I'm excited to see it again. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Ray and Ray and Cesaro had a really good had a really good match, and um, I was sad to like that Cesaro got through out first because you know I I, I kind of give Cesaro a hard time because I feel like people feel like he should be a main eventer, and honestly, I don't feel like he's that guy. I feel like he just doesn't have the the it, the it factor like I've mentioned before, but um, you know he's a I mean he's an incredible wrestler i mean there's no there's no denying i mean his match with aleister black i mean he has a ton of stuff that he's done in the past that's that's been amazing um but i just feel like i feel like i wish i would have seen him go a little bit longer in this in this gauntlet match but you know it ended up being it ended up being a really good a really good showing ricochet and andrade was really really good too um obviously i think it was a little bit obvious that ricochet was was going to go over and then ricochet gave this like heartfelt um speech at the end you know and it's so funny because i don't know why um i just every time ricochet every time ricochet talks i don't anticipate that that's how ricochet sounds do you know what i mean like it's like a, yeah, every, yeah. Uh, even though i've heard him talk so many times i just always feel like i'm surprised by the sound of his voice i'm like i don't know what i expect him to sound like but it's not that you know i mean god bless him he's a kentucky boy he's he's you know like me he's got that kentucky blood but yeah it's just funny
0: i've seen a video of him from when he first started wrestling on the indies and he was a total like wrestling like a nerd like he looks like he was right out of the crowd and i can't get the (laughs) picture of that out of my mind like I'll have to find it and post it to the Facebook group. But, uh, dude, super talented. I'm looking forward to that match quite a bit. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with uh, the OC getting involved with that? But uh, sounds like it was a pretty cool match. What did we see from the uh, develop from the uh, the Becky Lynch storyline?
1: Oh, so Becky and Natalia, um, they are they're going to have a submission match. Well, they haven't really officially said they're having a submission match. Uh, Natalia did this really kind of like. Like weird, not weird promo. Like her, her actual backstage promo was pretty good, but then she kind of got like mixed up. I don't know if she forgot what she was supposed to say or how she was supposed to say it. But she basically issued a challenge for Becky to ha- have a submission match at um, at SummerSlam, right? Put the the Sharpshooter up against the Disarmer. Um, and she's like, "But I don't think she will accept my challenge, so I'm not going to issue it." And I was like. I don't think that's how that was supposed to go. But essentially, <laughs> I essentially, you know, if you're reading between the lines, they're going to have a submission match, but they did this, like um, this, like hard camera angle. Like they did a moment of bliss segment where they were showing, um, you know, Natty's in the ring, learning how to get out of the disarmor and put on the sharpshooter, like counter the disarmor into a sharpshooter. Um, Becky comes in, puts the disarmor on her. Um, anyway, Becky, or Becky comes, or Natty comes in and interferes with Becky's match, puts her in the sharpshooter, and, um, you know, like I said, every, everything's progressing from there. I'm actually excited about this match. I know you were oh, not, like... Oh,
0: Sheena, come on.
1: <laughs> come really? on. Really? Really? <laughs> Yeah, I know you're not high on uh, on Natty, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's her fault. I think WWE did a shitty job of booking her. Like, they haven't done anything with her over the last couple of months. And then they put her in this spot, like, which I don't think it's, I don't think she's undeserving of. I just feel like it's, it feels a little out of place because WWE. WWE hasn't booked her in anything in forever. So then when she gets this opportunity, it's like, what? Why Natty? You mm, know, and everybody's yeah. kind of confused. And and I know, I mean, let's let's be real, it's in Toronto. Um, you know, she's she's got Canadian blood. They're using her in the in the heart name to like pop the crowd, um, which is totally fine and to be expected, but at the same time, like she is a really good wrestler, you know? I mean, other mm-hmm. than when she's trying to ever than when she's trying to do her double sharpshooter, which I absolutely hate. <laughs> um but beyond the double sharpshooter, she is a really, really great wrestler. and she's i mean, she's one of the 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 best that I mean the best that they have as far as like just technical wrestler. um and she's not really great, not really great on the mic, but, you know, I don't think that I don't think that has stopped wWE before <laughs> from giving people a push, you know.
0: Yeah, they've saddled her with some stupid ass shit with the cat stuff and all that kind of thing. So, but she is a talented wrestler, and uh, she's a little bit of annoying on the mic, which you know is a good and bad thing if you're a heel or a face, depending on which day it is. But just
1: a little bit rigid, yeah. She's just a little bit rigid on on the mic.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if Becky's gonna lose this belt, though, it's gotta be someone they want to the put over as you know the next thing or someone that's gonna be you know a top a top of this women's division for a while. It's it's not Natalia.
1: Yeah, I mean that that is kind of the reality. You know, I was thinking to myself, does Natty have a real chance to become the SmackDown Women's Champ? And like you said, I feel like they haven't done enough build this feels like kind of like a flavor of the month type of pick. Um and I don't feel like Natalia is the woman um, at this point, because of the build to to dethrone to dethrone Becky, I feel like it's going to have to be a much more menacing foe to come in and and stand up to her. But I'm excited to see the match. I think it's going to be a great match. Um, the the biggest thing that happened on SmackDown though is Brock attacking Seth. Um, I don't know if you saw the clips of this, but I did.
0: I, did. I saw saw basically the entire beatdown, which I freaking loved.
1: Yeah, it was really incredible. And, you know, I know, you know me, I'm a Rollins mark, I'm always going to stand behind Rollins. And I'm I'm kind of a Rollins shill. Um, you guys know that about me. <laughs> so it should come as no surprise. And I'm like, Okay, cool. I'm glad Rollins is getting another universal title shot. Right. But I I totally understand it from just like a, you know, a non shill aspect. You're like, Oh, my God, we're getting Brock and Seth again. Like, Oh, my God, we've seen this thing a million times. But um, but this actually put a little a little bit of excitement back into this feud. I think. I think this really kind of take it took it up another notch and just made me like pumped to watch it. You know.
0: Yeah, I have a, a tally of all these matches for SummerSlam that we'll get into a little bit. This will be the fourth uh, pay per view match between these two, which is not the worst on this card, but. None of those matches were really... I mean, we had the low blow at WrestleMania. I I want a good like 20-minute match between these two because Lesnar gets a lot of shit. But I mean, that match against Balor was great. That match against Daniel Bryan was great. I mean, he he can Mm -hmm. still go in the ring with someone who can 50-50 help carry it. And obviously, Seth can do that. And I think I want to see a real 20-minute match between these two, I think, would be be awesome and i think hopefully this is leading to that i think we're not going to see a a schmaz finish here it's going to be we want to put seth back in the title picture with a legitimate win over the biggest heel in the history of this business um i'm excited for this and and the beating he took was was exactly what i was looking for it's you know this this beating does more than one you know chair shot from uh from ty dillinger would ever do you know this is this is done right so this you know i really like this
1: yeah um honestly it was uh it was it was amazing like the the f5s onto the chair and then onto the stretcher like Holy crap. And even the suplexes, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, how many suplexes have we we seen Brock Lesnar do like a million. Right. Um, but it was just like, it was one of those things, like, you know, when you're kind of watching and like gasping, like when he hit that stretcher, it like literally like made me gasp. I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) he could really die. You know, then they, then they show this awesome shot of him, like with like blood in his mouth. Um, and it was just, it was just incredible. And like you said, I mean, we've seen these guys fight so many times. I think they fought in, more than four pay-per-views. I'm gonna need Marco to give me the stats on that. But I mean, like Battleground, WrestleMania 31. If you want, I mean, you gotta count that one, right? That's when Rollins won the WWE championship, and then Extreme Rules, and then, um, oh my God, what was the uh, the there was a three-way with John Cena? Was that John three? That was Battleground, no, right? No,
0: that was that was Royal Rumble, I think.
1: No, was it Royal Rumble? No, I it's think- not. This is what we have a, this is what we have an Marco, yeah, we need Marco, you here. Mar- yeah Marco's gonna get us the stats on that and give God. us give it to us in just a minute but yeah anyway i I'm super excited for this. I do think they're gonna give him a definitive win um honestly um Hill husband thinks it's gonna be some sort of interference by Roman, but I'm like Roman already has his own thing going on like he has a mystery opponent trying to kill him you know oh, what I God. mean like we'll, why, we'll why get
0: to that. Get- as good as this angle was, that was the exact opposite. But yeah, we'll get to that.
1: Oh, see, I see. I'm. I disagree with you. I think it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, um, <laughs> shut up. You didn't even. You 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 had to see it in real time. In
0: oh yeah, yeah. For it to whole, be
1: the whole rest of the show. Oh, okay. My God.
0: So uh, this can't... this guy on Twitter at Garrett Kidney, Garrett Kidney. Uh, put together a list of... And I don't know how accurate this is. I didn't go back and check it all, but it seems like he did his research. So he basically tweeted that SummerSlam is just a best-of show replaying old matches, and you can't convince me otherwise. Lesnar-Rollins, is the fourth time they fought. Becky Natalya, eighth time they fought. Mm-hmm. Take a guess how many times Miz and Ziggler have fought. Uh, I don't know if this is just televised, or this is probably tele- just televised matches, not just, you know, uh, pay-per-views, which Lesnar only wrestles in pay-per-views, but... Miz and Ziggler, uh, how many times?
1: How many times? Um 15. 20,
0: this is their 23rd time wrestling.
1: Oh my god. Miz yeah. and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, me-
0: remember how many freaking uh, IC feuds they had. That there was like a 2-year stretch where it was those two and Dean Ambrose just, you know, going back and forth with the IC belt. Um so, uh oh, it looks like uh marco has no. some answers for us but yeah i mean most of the matches are are pretty low but that that kind of stood out to me like jesus and and there is rumors that this ziggler match is going to switch over to a goldberg thing if they can get him to come to come in for it He keeps hmm. bringing up goldberg in all of his interviews like every time yeah. we hear from ziggler he's talking about goldberg for some reason and Shawn yeah. michaels which you know is not going to happen but
1: you never know. I think Shawn Michaels is game to come back for one more match, but I don't think it's going to be against Dolph Ziggler. I think maybe maybe AJ Styles would yeah. be a more more viable opponent for for um, uh, for Shawn Michaels. But yeah, I have noticed over the last few weeks that um, Dolph keeps Goldberg's name in his mouth a lot, and I'm like, I mean, I don't feel like I don't feel like WWE as much stuff as they screw up. Like I don't feel like they do those types of things just for no reason right no, like there no, there has no. there, there has to be a reason they're they're definitely planting some some breadcrumbs um to make sure you know what i'm saying like that we know like the yep. goldberg goldberg's just going to come out and be like you know you know i heard you were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. that's i what, want that's you hard. so uh, and summer <laughs> mash you're so, I'll mess it up for the yeah. 24 title it's summer smash
1: yeah, as what he did, has what blood, did, what did blood John dripping Stewart down his it? forehead. John Stewart, he screwed up the name of SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm he, was raw like big, one time. he was like a big, he was like a big part, big part of uh, of a SummerSlam. Yeah, that That's,
0: was fucking awful.
1: Yeah, that was pretty repug. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, that that was bad. But um, yeah. So then after after all that, after all the Brock and Seth stuff that I absolutely love, which they should have ended the show on. Like, why? Did you not take the show out like with that? Right. They had the Samoan summit, which whatever, like I'm cool. I'm cool with Samoa Joe and Joe from Samoa, like facing off. Like, I I think that's an, they're an awesome pair. They're going to give us a great match, but it was just stupid. I didn't like the way it played out. Even though I was, I was like praising this, this, um, episode of Raw, this was the one thing that I feel like could have been could have been better. They should have had Brock and Seth in the show. The Samoan Summit should have been earlier in the show. Um, but, like, they had um, Roman and they had Roman and Joe, like, like fighting and scuffling back set, like everywhere, and then all of a sudden, they're like, we're gonna have a match. I'm like, what have you been doing for the last ten oh minutes? Do you know what God. I mean? Like, you've already been fighting <laughs> for ten minutes, you know? Like, um, now you want to declare that you're gonna have a match. But, anyway... Um, obviously, obviously with that, we got, uh, the Usos got involved and, you know, it, it was literally like every, everybody, like they just emptied the kitchen sink. Like Cedric Alexander was out there. Drew McIntyre was out there and it was just like, where did all these people come from? You know?
0: yeah why would you not I guess hindsight is twenty twenty but if you know that's a pretty big angle, you know it's for the title also it's a big thing like why yeah. would not you just have that end the show? I mean that would be I mean, that that just puts a better taste in everyone's mouth when you think about this episode, even though the same thing has happened, just putting it in a different order um I, again I didn't see I didn't see the Samoan summon. I did see highlights of that beating that Rollins took, which was pretty epic uh so yeah um. Let's let's get over to SmackDown because I want to talk about let's I want to go start from the the end and go and work to the beginning because that's what I saw and uh, okay I need to talk about this angle. Me and Marco were going back and forth on it. The best part of it was the Kayla Braxton like side shot because I didn't know she had all that. But
1: oh my gosh! Uh, but I
0: want you to be Kayla Braxton when all that stuff fell on Roman Reigns and I'll be Roman Reigns. Let's 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 play, let's like do some role playing here. Go ahead.
1: Okay. All right, you got to make a crash sound. (laughs) Joe! Joe! Oh, Joe! (laughs) Joe, no! Somebody help!
0: (laughs) I'm okay. That's it. That's all he said, is I'm okay. And then he got up and walked away and didn't even tell us who he was going to fight at at SummerSlam or would have been like, I'm going to fight whoever the fuck did that, is what I would have said. And then the show can go off and that would leave us with a little bit more of kind of a, a cliffhanger. But, uh, I mean, what was the point of that? If it wasn't going to like hurt him and like cause us to think like something happened to Roman, like, why wouldn't you just have like, do the same thing, but just have him like unresponsive as the show went off. Is it because, of, yeah. you know, they don't want to mix like a fake angle with someone who just had a, a real life angle with cancer or, or what? Like,
1: no, I don't think this has anything to do with cancer. I think, I, I think it was just a poor, a poor choice. Um, I loved this. I loved everything about it. Like, you know, um, him coming and just like you know, gonna announce his SummerSlam opponent, and then all of a sudden this big like you know rig falls over on him. Um, it definitely caught me by surprise. Um, and then obviously everybody's like, yeah, there was a camera on the rig. I'm like, yeah, but you know, I- I'm a mark, so <laughs> yeah. that's a good <laughs>
0: like, point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was like, I was totally, I was totally bought in. But I totally, I, I totally agree. It would have been way more impactful for me personally if they had just went off the air with Roman like laid out flat under under the rig and then like us not knowing like what the hell happened to Roman you know what I mean just like kind of cutting cutting to black and ending the show versus him getting out and just being like I'm okay like I don't need help like get away from me like I was I was like well dude like you know they're, they're just trying to help you like you ain't gotta be a dick you know what I mean um so I, I I didn't like that part of it but the whole like it like smashing down um I really I I dug that a lot
0: yeah, uh, it's just I always think about it like if if I was with a bunch of friends, like if I was watching this with all my coworkers or something, how fucking embarrassed would I be like by watching this? That's how I judge things off sometimes, and it was just like it just was so like ah, uh, it just cringe. It just I made me cringe a little bit. Like
1: I don't just, care. I have friends who watch The Bachelor. Yeah, you yeah, know I know, I,
0: mean? I know. Like- it's just like it just it wasn't done well enough for me to like take it seriously. I don't know.
1: I mean, what, yeah. what did you want? Like, him to just, like, implode and blood and guts fly everywhere? Yeah, I
0: mean, if <laughs> like- you're going to do that, like, have him laid out. Like, have him, like, go off the air. Like, oh, shit, is Roman okay? Like, and who the fuck did this? Like, I don't care who did it now. It was just a you know it didn't do anything it was like a bunch of cardboard boxes like you it's know it's the
1: intent it's the intent bill uh, okay. it was the the intent to harm roman reigns who not only is you know one of the best talents in the wwe but also just coming back to his career like climbing back up the ladder after overcoming cancer do you know what i mean it's the intent like you don't you don't you don't mess with people who are who are doing that so Imagine, anyway, imagine how
0: you... bad I would be if this is Samoa Joe. Speaking of oh wet, God. speaking of wet fart, I mean,
1: <laughs> I can't believe you used wet fart. That's I know, I know. It's it just it,
0: it feels like it fits here,
1: you know. I'm I'm proud of you for overcoming you. your you. your uh wet fart fear. Um. You know, I've heard some rumblings that it could be Daniel Bryan, but I don't really know how that ties into his career-altering announcement that he's been putting off for for two weeks now. Um, there was like a lot of like fan speculation about Buddy Murphy because he was like seen like kind of like walking ar- walking away in the background. I didn't notice him. You know, I was, obviously I saw the pictures floating around the interwebs after the fact, but I didn't see him in that moment walking away. You know, I was like. I was caught up in my Markdom, and like, what the hell <laughs> just happened, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently there's a lot of people saying it could be Buddy Murphy, which I would totally be down for. Like I feel like Buddy Murphy and Roman reigns would be like a killer match, you know, and they haven't done crap with Buddy Murphy since they've had him. So why not, you know, why not utilize him in some sort of capacity and use Roman to get him over? You know what I mean?
0: i I totally agree. Uh that would be different if SummerSlam wasn't 10 days away and we have to like at least have some sort of matches for Buddy Murphy to establish himself as as a contender for one of the biggest names in the company. But I if if this was like you know if we were 5 weeks away from from SummerSlam, I could I would I'd be all for that. But I don't think you can do that now because when was the last time we even saw Buddy Murphy in in a professional wrestling ring?
1: When was the last time we saw Natalia? She's fighting at Summerslam?
0: Yeah. what she would know she she wrestled two weeks ago, didn't she? Oh no, well, she no, just came I mean, she came out. yeah,
1: yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, they, of course they they got her now. They're showing her now because they built her up with Becky, right? Like, but I mean, that the whole reason for having her on two weeks ago was to set the stage for Becky. But before that, can you remember the last time you saw Natalia on TV? I can't. You I, know,
0: I think I think I'm gonna stop. Uh, watching Raw and SmackDown because this is, we've disagreed more on this show than we have in like 37 episodes of this fucking podcast. <laughs> this is great. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, well, he, it's, uh, it's Mar-
1: because when you actually watch the show, you can be right about your. I opinion. know. Hey, hey,
0: I, I could have faked <laughs> my way. I could have faked my way through this. You know, I didn't want to pretend. I don't want to be a faker. You're-
1: Giving want to um, fake the funk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but moving right along, I'm, yeah. I'm super excited about, about Roman and seeing who his, who his mystery opponent is. I don't know if it'll be something that's unveiled next week before the show, or I mean, if it'll just be like, I mean, I guess they would have to set it up next week. It's not like a situation like Alistair Black, like where he's like, you know, somebody knocked on my door, you know, who was it? Who, who's coming to the door? Um, so I feel like they'll have to set it up and, you know, let us know who, who it was next week. So I'm I'm pumped for that. Um, what was really cool is uh, Trish and Charlotte are going to be fighting. You know, Trish they had they had to bring out more Canadian talent, so they 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 brought huh. Trish out and Trish looked good. You know, I mean, I I think from what we've seen from from her returns in the past, she still looks like she's got a little bit of gas in the tank. She looks like she can go. So I'm excited to see. And Charlotte Charlotte Flair is a type of like wrestler that elevates everybody that she wrestles with. So, I'm super pumped to see how her and her and Trish plays out and I think it's just like a perfect um a perfect way to, you know, have have a legends match. You know what I mean? And I, and I thought Charlotte was perfect in her promo. Um I did hate how Trish again, it's just like, you know, she's like, "Oh, I can't do anything. I'm a mom now." Like, "Oh, I can't wrestle." Like, blah blah, blah. Like, "Oh my god." Like that kind of stuff just crawls all over me. I'm like, "Okay, you're a mom now." Like I don't know. It just it just irritates me. I'm like, there's probably lots of moms back there. I don't know how many of those women and like dudes have kids, you know. But like, come the hell on! Like, stop using that as an excuse.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't. It's it's a double standard. You don't hear men doing that. I mean, I know women have a bigger role in the uh, in the entire. uh, the entire uh, situation there by pushing a baby out but um, (laughs)
1: pushing an eight pound baby out of their uterus I don't
0: feel like even in her best day that Trish Stratus was on the same level not as uh, Charlotte but I am excited about oh no
1: I mean no I mean women's wrestling wasn't on the same level back then you know what I mean um but I mean yeah she was she was great but I mean Charlotte Flair I mean I don't know. I'm probably going to take some heat for this, but I think Charlotte Flair could be like the best women's wrestler of all time. I mean, no, she's I, just, I she's just incredible debate about that. Who would, I mean, she's not, even I don't done know. Yet, you, you know. You know, yeah, you know how, you know how the marks are. They come out with their pitchforks sometimes and they're like, Charlotte, have you seen so-and-so on the Indies? You know, you <laughs> you're no, just
0: no, <laughs> it's probably, haven't you seen uh Yoshi Nakasaki from new Japan? Come on, Phil, you don't watch every wrestling. I don't even, you know, fuck that.
1: yeah, awesome Kong is amazing, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think she's, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that Charlotte Flair is like the, the, best. So you really can't even put anybody up against her. You know what I mean? And be like, oh well, you know, she's, she's not as good as Charlotte because like nobody's as good as Charlotte. But I think it's gonna be awesome. I was trying, to, I was making a joke on Instagram that like I bet Sasha Banks is like following along on Twitter just like stewing like a mofo because she just like idolizes like Lita and Trish. You know how she like always goes on and on about them. Um, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny that Charlotte's gonna get to, to have that spotlight and not, and not So super stoked for that. I thought their promo was awesome. I thought even, even after she got away from, um, the King, they had like that cringeworthy opening segment of their little, um, you know, he was introducing Trish and talking about Instagram and the raw reunion. And it was very like cringy. Um, but then when she got with Charlotte, I thought things picked up and I thought it was really good.
0: And King feels so out of place in this era of, you know, he used to do these interviews back in the day and was just like yelling for puppies the entire time and now these I know. You know you're, you're talking to two like, you know, badass professional wrestler females. So, it's it's it is good that we we've come this far.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um something else that I loved on SmackDown was Randy revealing why he didn't like um Kofi. I mean, which we already knew, you know what I mean? But, like, Randy kind of went really into detail. Like, I mean, the crazy thing about this whole thing is is it's so true. Like, everything, like, this is all, like, a shoot storyline that is, like, turned into a wrestling storyline. And I feel like sometimes those are the best ones. You know, like, it's it's true. If Randy hadn't injured Ali, there would be no Kofi mania. You know, and that's kind of mind-blowing to think about. Do you know what I mean? Like, where would we be? What would the landscape of uh, the WWE look like right now if Ali had never gotten hurt you know what I mean oh, Kofi, Kofi, would, Kofi wouldn't be champion like let's be real he would not be, he would not be the WWE champion right now what, what do you think
0: would have happened who would have, who would have been up there I mean would it have been I mean KO wasn't back yet uh, what, did, what do you think AJ Styles would have been <laughs> AJ the AJ
1: Styles yeah I mean that's yeah. the only one that I can that I can really see being like a serious I don't think they would have given it to Ali, you know, even though Ali had a lot of, you know, a lot of fan support behind him and stuff, I don't think that, um, you know, he was, he was ready at that time. But yeah, definitely AJ Styles. Um, but yeah, it's pretty wild to think about. And then they showed like, you know, back, back when he screwed up, he botched that finish. And, um, You know, uh, Randy Orton called him stupid and then he kind of he kind of did a play on words and he said, you know, Kofi was stupid like in his little uh, backstage segment. So I thought it was really, really good. And I was just like loving everything, everything about that.
0: Awesome, yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch both of these shows because that's the the beauty of Hulu. I have them, and I just signed up for Sling too. I saw that you you talked about having Sling too. I sta- I signed up for that as well, so I'm excited. Yeah, we to-
1: got rid of we got rid of our Directv like a a while back, a long time ago, and we've been we've been slinging it slinging it ever since, and um, it's good. Like I love it. You know, it's it's we definitely a lot cheaper than Directv, and we didn't even use half the stuff. I mean, we have so many streaming services, like we weren't using any of the stuff on Direct, and it was just kind of like you know an unnecessary expense and slang was much more much more reasonable and we got a lot more out of it so yeah I, I love me some Sling. um marco came through and said this is the fifth match between brock and seth including the cash in at mania so still i don't know why it feels like it feels it does, like even, it does feel
0: like they fought quite a bit yeah even, and that. Even that even cash in, than that. i guess probably counts as a match yeah
1: well yeah. I mean duh, that's gotta count as a match. Like I, I mean I like I feel like that's like the first one. That that's what started this whole thing. Yeah. You know? Like we well, um, did
0: you tell us when that, that triple threat match was? That feel like that was at Royal Rumble because that was John, a that the was, John
1: Cena the John Cena and no, Brock.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm that sticking was to at my guns.
1: Oh, you think it's at Royal Rumble? No,
0: Battleground uh, was the, the the triple threat with all the shield members. I gotta look this up now. I gotta know because that was that was a great fucking match.
1: Yes, that match was awesome. Oh, Extreme Rules 2000. No, that's Extreme Rules 2012. That's way back there. Um, yeah, you know my memory shit. So, um, you know I'm not I'm not good at pulling these these facts out of my out of my rear end. But, um, but yeah. So anyway, SmackDown was SmackDown was. Oh yeah, it was Royal Rumble. You're right.
0: Mm, well, I just recorded you saying that. I'm just gonna play it. That's oh, my, my new ringtone.
1: you're right um but yeah all in all you know smackdown oh um we saw we did see the fiend um and rambling rabbit was going to tell us something about the the firefly Funhouse, um but he got interrupted by bray wyatt not the fiend um and it was kind of it was very very creepy and like eerie so i was excited to see you know what 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 the, what he was going to reveal about the funhouse, and then obviously the fiend shows up, and the after uh, Finn had already, well, I guess Finn hadn't got beaten yet, but he he got beat right. He, he caused a distraction to get beat. So. Yeah, um, SmackDown was really, really good. You should definitely go back and at least watch the Hulu versions of of these shows. But yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for SummerSlam. An early look at SummerSlam and the matches that we have on the card. We have eleven confirmed matches so far. We got Brock versus Seth for the Universal Championship, Kofi versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship, Sammy versus Aleister Black. Finn versus the Fiend, uh, Becky Lynch versus Natalya in a submission match, uh, Charlotte versus Trish, AJ versus Ricochet, Bailey versus Ember Moon for the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Roman versus a mystery opponent, Miz versus Dolph and Shane versus KO. So prepare yourself; it's going to be a long ass show. And you know they're they're going to add a few more to that. I'm sure. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do
0: we have any tag team matches on this yet?
1: I, I mean, I I would imagine that they're gonna have a um, some tag teams like Usos and uh, Gallows and Anderson. You know what I mean? I, I think that's probably what's oh, what's gonna happen, and then maybe, yeah, maybe uh, Nakamura and Ali.
0: Oh yeah, true. Uh, so. Marco just chimed in that uh, they still haven't un- unveiled that it's gonna be the Demon Kang. I'm I'm assuming that it's gonna be Finn Balor here. He loses, get some time off, and then we see. You know, when he returns, the feud continues with the fiend versus the demon Kang.
1: No, if he doesn't come out as the demon, I'm I'm cashing it in on Finn. I'm never rooting for Finn again because wow, really? If he, yeah, if I mean, what what's the point? What's the point of having this demon, this undefeated demon? If you're not going to bring him out in like the biggest matches of your career, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I was like, I
1: was already pissed when he didn't bring him out against Brock. So like if it's like two strikes, you don't get three strikes with me, two strikes, you're out. You know what I mean? If you don't bring out the demon for this match against this, like this unknowable force of evil, the fiend, then you're stupid.
0: How often do you think we'll see The Fiend wrestle? Do you think it's going to be once he makes his debut here at SummerSlam we're going to see him every week? I, I really hope we don't. I hope even if he wrestles, like, occasionally as just, you know, as the Mr. Rogers character on, like, kind of just a, a reverse of what uh, Finn does. We've talked about this before, but I, I'd love to see The Fiend kind of sh- save for, you know, high-profile pay-per-view matches. I don't want to see that character, you know, taking pins
1: yeah no yeah i'm totally i'm totally on board with that i definitely think he should fight as mr rogers um most of the time if it's like you know a stomping grounds pay-per-view or something like that um and then for for your big big matches and like title matches and stuff like that's when i feel like the fiend should get involved uh
0: while we're on the subject did you see the trailer for the tom hanks mr rogers movie
1: Oh God! Yes, it's gonna be amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see that. Marco, what's
2: up, bud? Yeah, just to add in on the uh, the Bray and Finn in uh, 2017, if you remember at SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt faced the Demon King. So maybe they're not going that route again. Maybe it's just gonna be Bray's gimmick, the Fiend, facing Finn Balor, do like kind of like an opposite of what they did in 2017. Hmm. Oh, interesting interesting marco yeah I like that
0: all right well uh i will check out raw and smackdown that'll be my homework for this weekend i won't uh interact with my family i'll, I'll watch all that wrestling <laughs> lock but, yourself it, it in the basement. Sound, it does sound like it was good yeah so
1: yeah it was good you know like i said i mean it wasn't anything that's like you know i mean it's not groundbreaking but compared like i said i feel like i don't know if this has anything to do with bischoff and Heyman or any of that kind of stuff um obviously i'm not in the inner workings but like they've progressively picked up a little bit you know and i feel like this is like if this is any indication of like where we're going going into like the you know the fox deal and like into SummerSlam and all this stuff like i'm getting excited like i'm like oh my god how, how awesome is it going to feel to be excited to like Watch Raw on SmackDown again, you know.
0: Well, for sure, yeah. It's the it, we're we're close to that SmackDown debut on Fox, man. I uh, mm-hmm. we got pumpkin beers pump, hopping up in stores pretty soon. I feel like there's there's a slight crispness to the air. Uh, it's mm-hmm. almost fall, Sheena. It's almost your favorite no, time of year.
1: It's it it, uh, it is almost my favorite time of the year, but no, it's it's hotter than the devil's ball sack here. In oh Virginia. my no. god. So just know, like it is there is no crisp in the air. Um, and I won't be drinking pumpkin beer. I'll be drinking like pumpkin kombucha. So I hope you enjoy oh, that's right. that's all, right. all of your yeah. all of your false ciders, you big jerk.
0: All right, well let's get into our go figure segment.
2: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money.
0: All right, folks, it's your favorite part of the show. It's Go Figure here while Sheena and I, and I guess Marco can contribute too if he's bought anything this week. This is where we let you guys know what wrestling figures, memorabilia, and other uh, various items we've purchased over the last week or so. And uh, Sheena has picked up probably the hottest figure uh, of the last couple months here. Sheena, let, let, let me let you start it off.
1: Um, so yeah, I, um, I ended up picking up the Walmart exclusive Pat Patterson. Um, I snagged him off eBay, you know, I mean, it, it was kind of like one of those things like he'd been on my search list for, for a while and I don't foresee myself being able to, to snag him in a, in a Walmart here as desolate as it has been. Like, you know, the, the pegs are bare. There's really like, there's nothing out there. It's not even like, I don't even pretend that there's going to be figures on the shelves at this point, so I did pick up that Pat Patterson. I need to do an unboxing on him. That was really the only figure. Oh, oh Besides my Entertainment Earth Macho Man Slim Jim figure. Okay, so let me let me tell you about this. So we were driving. So we kind of recap this when it when it happened. But just for those of you who may be new listeners or whatever, we were driving from Kentucky to Virginia. We had been visiting our family in the middle of this move. Now we're driving to Virginia. This is when the Entertainment Earth drop is happening right we're in the freaking mountains of west Um, virginia you know the internet was like crashing macho man like basically broke the internet um and we order it well we we put it on our permanent address, like my mother-in-law's address and address that we knew, cause we were going to be living out of a hotel in Virginia for a little while. Um, well then they called us and said like, my debit card was about to expire. Do we want to change the debit card? So when, when we changed the debit card for the order, you know, cause it was a pre-order, they hadn't ca- charged my card yet. We told them our new address and like, they told us it was all updated and everything was good to go. Um, and I see all these people on Instagram, like I got a shipment notification then I see all these people on Instagram opening their Macho Man figures, like posting pictures of it. I'm like, oh my God, like where the hell is my Macho Man? <laughs> and then then I get a text from my mother-in-law and she like, it's like there's, a, she is just a picture of a box and it's from Entertainment Earth and I'm like, no. Oh, no, You know? So yeah, so it's either going to get forwarded. um, She's either going to bring it out with her. She's coming out for the Brett man's second birthday. um, But, or she's going to, she's going to mail it out. But yeah, it's like, now it's going to take twice as long for me to get my macho man figure. So, you know me, I'm impatient. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know? So, um, anyway, that, that was kind of the, the snafu in the figure world for us over here. Um, and I do have to give a huge shout out. Um, I came home today. So, you know, where, where there's, where there's, you know, bad things that happen, there's good things that happen on the, on the other side, right? You got to believe that the, the universe always balances you out. Um, I came home, and There was a giant box on my porch today, and our buddies over at Ringside oh, sent oh, no. oh no the, are you ready? Oh no the elimination chamber playset. Oh snap. so, yeah, dude, it's got the AJ Styles figure. Like I'm so stoked to like bust this thing out. I'm gonna do like a time lapse of me putting it together because I'm sure, it's I'm sure it's just easy. I'm sure it just snaps right together. I'm sure don't, you don't even need to look at the instructions no, for this for this thing so i am going to put that together and unbox it and give you guys an up close and personal look of this elimination chamber play set because it looks looks pretty dope like i said i would give anything if it was like a heart like a scale like an elite scale elimination chamber but you know you gotta you got to take yeah take what they give you and hope that these sell really well and then they're like you know what maybe we should make an elite size um elimination chamber
0: oh that would be so dope oh my god yes
1: yeah, so that was that was my go figure haul for this week. So it was small, but it was mighty.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard that before. Uh hey oh Hey that's what she said. Oh, okay. Uh hold on one second. All right. Uh, I, I did, first off I had a trade ski of the week from uh Ryan Dalberg two three one on Twitter. He found Mabel Elite at Walmart for I guess it was mispriced, for three ninety nine? He bought a couple of them. They had like the sticker on the box. And I was like, oh, dude, I need, I need, I have one. I was going to open up, open it up for my new generation collection. And, uh, so I jumped on it. I shot him a DM like, dude, what do you want for one of those, man? I'll send you some figures, you know, whatever it takes. He's like, well, I didn't spend much on it. So I don't really need much. I, you know, I'll take whatever. So I had a, uh, SummerSlam edge figure that I had picked up from Ollie's and, uh, we did a little trade ski. And uh, it arrived. He kept it in the box. I'll open that up. I have, I mean, this is going to be an epic Patreon video. I have probably a good 15 figures in box for this new generation collection and another 15 that are loose that I've gotten from different places that uh, once the wife is away for like a long weekend for work or something, I'm going to just grab some beers and have like a a full like hour long uh, unboxing video of all of these figures. It's going to be pretty epic. So that's going to go into the collection there also picked up the bam bam bigelow legends elite uh from a, a young man on facebook that i can't find his name on my facebook messenger but i will give him a shout out next week and uh shout out to uh at john Worcester 22 and mike lanham who both sent me the uh both somebody posted uh, the store Meyer or Ma- Mayer. It's like a uh, Meyer, yeah, yeah, it's a
1: grocery. It's like a grocery store, but it's got like um, there's like a little like clothing section in it. It's it's like um, I don't know. I don't. It's like kind of like a Target, but like a not not a Target. Like the groceries are really good, but like the rest of the stuff's just kind of like meh. You know, like
0: yeah.
1: like an up, upgraded uh, Walmart, if you
0: will. Kind of like John Mayer. Like eh, kind of like uh, yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> bad. So uh, hey. so My- Mike sent it to me after John graciously sent me yeah, just just pro bono just sent it to me for no charge he told me you know just he loves the show he's a big fan he sent it to me and then mike sent me one as well uh so thank you guys for that it's just an old it's like a ten dollar like they had like ultimate warrior and a couple other guys but the undertaker one was kind of an old school look it reminds me of a shirt that they would have out for the undertaker back in like the 90s so uh that nice. was pretty cool of them and um have a couple things arriving. So uh over the I think it was over the weekend, uh Pete Dunn showed back up on the Target app and on the Target website. Yeah. I uh, immediately grabbed a couple of those. They have not gotten here yet. And um I, I know Marco can relate to this. I am down further down the defining moments rabbit hole. I told you guys last week I picked up it was a lot for like sixty-five bucks with the uh, the yeah. Razor Ramon, the Undertaker, and the Crow Sting. So now I'm up to six. Uh, I have a couple more headed this way that I'll uh, un- uh, unveil next week on the show. But uh, I'm getting the, getting the cheap ones knocked off here pretty quickly. I know there's some some more expensive ones. The Triple H's and the Bret Harts of the world uh, are a pretty penny, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty it's a pretty fun line. I know you guys both collect them. And uh, I'm getting into it, too, because it's, you know, it's been hard to find anything in the stores. I'm ready to buy that Patterson. Um, uh, and also, yeah, I had, I had a box on my front step today. Both of, I had two of the Macho Man Slim Jims, one for me and one for uh, Good Brother Darius from the uh, the Baltimore Elite Squad. I picked out one up for him because he wasn't able to get one in time. So, yeah, a lot of people have been posting those photos on Instagram and Twitter And uh, I don't. I'm torn. I don't. I don't. I really don't want to do this because it's such a badass figure. But it doesn't. I mean, it's a. It's such a unique box, Sheena. That I don't. I don't know how it's gonna fit. Like it just looks so much different. I mean, I am total like OCD about like everything fitting like together and like you know my food not touching on my plate kind of thing. Does that is it? Am I weird? I know I'm weird, but
1: no. I mean, if I was gonna do an inbox display, the the fact that Mattel changes their their packaging so often would like drive me up the freaking wall like I would be insane like you know that's why I collect MOC so I don't have that issue but when I see people like with their I mean you know I most people sort them by the line or you know that sort of thing but at the same time like yeah it would drive me freaking nuts that it was like totally different are you keeping it in the box or are you gonna unbox it
0: I'm thinking about keeping it in the box. I'm thinking about actually selling it or you giving, can't it a, even giving it away. See
1: the, you can't even see the figure. It's a
0: weird box. It, I think you it can doesn't like it. doesn't even have a window. Yeah, it, it is weird. I think you can kind of... you can open like the top of it and, and show yeah, like that's a- what I'm
1: going to do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to open the, um, I'm not going to open the perforation. You know what I mean? Like there's like the, it's like perforated around the middle, just like a slim gem box. You know what I mean? Um, so like the, the top comes off, but I'm just going to like cut the tape at the top and like pull it out the top. Cause I don't want to like damage the, the slim gem box. Cause I oh, actually really, okay. Like, really, cool, really yeah. like the slim gem box, but, um, But, yeah, if you're an MOC collector and you got that figure, like, I don't understand you because you legit can't see the figure. Like, it's like, I I get it when you're collecting normally. Like, there's a window in the box and you can, like, see the figure, like, the front of the figure at least. But, like, this is, like, come on.
0: (laughs) No, but I guess you can kind of halfway open, like, halfway open it up because it still has, like, a plastic cover over top of him underneath that. Red cardboard, I think
1: it does, but it's not. It's not once you pull that perforation and you pull that. It's not like, technically mint on card anymore. Yeah, it's not even saying. mint on card anymore. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So. so yeah, then maybe there's a way to you know the best of both worlds because then you can you're you're opening it up, but it's still loose. I don't know. Yeah, it it is it is weird. I don't know how I'm gonna. If I was like one of those people that had. You know, one of every Macho Man, which is a, a cool thing to collect. I, I could consider, you know, opening it up, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Marco, what did, what did you pick up this week?
2: Um, I guess I'm weird too because I am probably going to keep that inside the box. I am not <laughs> hey, touching that oh thing whatsoever. God.
1: Okay, <laughs> in, in search of new co-hosts who collect loose figures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh come on! Stop it. We need to have
1: best
0: of both
2: worlds. You know, come on. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 just so I, I just don't want to touch it plus i only had one i should have gotten two if i did two i would have opened it but I'll only gotten one and I, I might decide later on and open it i don't know but um yeah so i did check that i actually should be receiving it tomorrow which i'm very excited about um that'd be a great thing to walk into after work um so recently i picked up i didn't post these yet. I, the last two figures I got, they're actually from Ringside Collectibles. I got Velveteen Dream and Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc because I'm Velveteen Dream's. is pretty much my favorite NXT wrestler right now, so yeah. definitely had to have his fig and his his scan is spot on. It's pretty much next to like the Nia Jax I would say right now with like with the facial expression and everything with the the perched lips and sevens.
1: Yeah. It's pretty- it is, it is a great figure
2: um, and I did grab uh, I was just telling uh, Shane I did grab some uh, some of the three packs so on Amazon they had a sale on some of the three packs of wrestlers so I had um new day in the bootios box oh, I nice. picked that up nice. as well as the the shield the oh, shield the shit. three pack nice. they the different shirts it's um, a to top it off uh, don't kill me if you hear. This wife, uh, I did grab the <laughs> undisputed era three pack as well. So all three nice. of those, I'm not going to say how much that costs altogether. <laughs> say that it was a a great purchase. Um, but other than that, no, I'm just uh, I think I know you mentioned this last week, but I'm waiting on the I deem this the the unboxamania mania exclusive Ali I'll be getting pretty soon. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. um, they'll be worth a lot of money, and that's the only loose. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Figure uh, I'll have besides LJNs. Like. I
1: know. I hit it. I hit him up and I was like, So are you a loose or MOC collector? Because, like, you know, I was going to unbox all the first time in line for, you know, just to show, show everybody what they look like. And he, you know, he's like, oh, I have some loose and MOC, which meant like, you know, I, I typically keep everything <laughs> MOC. I feel like, I feel like if you have, if you're, if you are MOC, like if you're loose, you'll just say, Hey, I'm a loose collector. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you send it in the box, cool. If you don't send it in the box, like that's cool too. But when people are like, Ah, I'm, you know, they're either hardcore MOC, but if they say like oh i i'm you know have most of them moc but i do collect some loose you know like truly deep down <laughs> in their heart they're in you know, yeah. like they wish they wish those loose figures had boxes <laughs> you know they're like oh <laughs> you know um but yeah that figure is so that figure is so dope so yeah you'll you'll like it and just having it displayed and maybe maybe it will give you some sort of like it'll it'll be the gateway drug for you to like open your figures you know you'll get to get your hands on it impose pose him and like stand him up and look at his back you know all the things that moc collectors do not get to experience so like i said uh pretty soon we'll find marco in his closet just like ripping boxes to shreds and like you know <laughs> smelling his figures
2: <laughs> probably that's probably gonna happen i do have uh i do have an extensive collection of uh alternate warrior because he's also one of my favorites and i'm like Ninety-nine percent sure, I'm just going to rip all those boxes open, except for the defining <laughs> moments ones. But yeah. a lot of the warrior ones I have, I do want to open up because it's just he's just figure made. He's just like a perfect action figure, if you want to say. Marco. Yeah, did
1: um, you posted some good deals over on Amazon today, Phil? Wasn't it like uh, there was some Elite Sixty Seven figures over there for like twelve bucks or like something like that today on Amazon?
0: Yeah, I want to sh- shout out i underscore fought underscore a underscore lion which is god i fucking okay. hate underscores you, you need
1: you need a new you need a new handle bro i love you but you need a new handle
0: he's he's a great follow on twitter check him out his name's luke uh he has like a uh civil war general avatar which is always freaks me out but uh yeah i am not complaining it was uh 12 bucks for velveteen dream 12 bucks for the ray mysterio which i did purchase and uh it'll be on the way here soon 12 bucks for jeff hardy and uh fifteen oh seven for Cedric Alexander, and they have already gone up in price, so if you're listening to this now, I apologize, but you need to follow us on Twitter. Uh but I did get a tweet from action figure attack, who works for Mattel. Uh I put on my Big J journalism hat on, and um he let us know, someone tweeted him like, uh, what's up with you know, this Elite Sixty Seven, and basically told everyone, hey grab them where you can this is probably not going to hit stores so this is what he said Uh, there's a really strong chance the big two so target and walmart skipped over 67 since there's a new toy number starting with series 68 and that's what planogram is set with get 67 wherever you can find them which makes a lot of sense because, number one, there's no Chase figure with that 67. Number two, we're already seeing these SummerSlam elites and Pat Patterson's out in stores. So uh, the fact that we haven't seen 67 yet is a little bit of alarming. I love the set. I think all three of us do. There's some really great figures. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I mean, that Velveteen Dream I bought a couple weeks ago from, um, from Amazon. Uh, not to toot our own horn or our sponsor's horn, but these have been on ringside collectibles for, what, three months now? And They still yeah. have not hit stores. I, I want to say at least three months. Might be might be more, but um, uh, that's just a way to, to get them now. I mean, you, you can find them like I said. There's some deals on Amazon. Shayna Baszler right now. I just I just I just did a search for WWE Elite 67 and Shayna Baszler. When we started recording the show, was twelve dollars. So said only one left remaining, and it looks like it's back up to nineteen ninety nine. Never mind. I'm sorry, uh, but there <laughs> is fourteen 14 six fourteen forty seven right now for Velveteen Dream. Free shipping for Prime um yeah amazon is slowly becoming more and more into the fig game and uh their shipping practices are not always the best but yeah you know if you miss something from ringside or especially this series which is probably not going to hit stores uh have at it man and uh real quick action this this guy is is great a great follow action fig attack on on twitter and instagram I just want yeah, to run through. He did uh, like an IG story of a bunch of like kind of Q&A with people and they bombarded him with uh, with questions. So I'm going to read them off real quick because there's a lot of great nuggets of information here. And that stuff only stays up on your IG account for, what, 24 hours? So if, yeah. you, know, if you were off Instagram for a day, you might have missed it. So if you guys will indulge me, I'll just go through kind of the highlights here. Somebody asked him any update on Hogan figures. He's still not available to us at this time. Uh, in the meantime, check out Storm Collectibles, blah, blah, blah. Uh, new Pete Dunn, a main elite or another chase, and uh, that new Pete Dunne will be a mainline release in early 2020. Uh, the Alicia Fox is going to be part of the Survivor Series elite wave hitting Walmart later next year. Um, <laughs> Let's see, Liv Morgan going to hit stores in the next couple months. He said she should be hitting stores very, very soon. Uh, so she's the chase figure for that Elite 69 along with Sony Deville and The Rock at Walmart. So we have three chase figures in that line. Um, will the Slim Jim Macho Man be released in Target like past San Diego Comic-Con exclusives? He said no. We partnered with Entertainment Earth, and they've completely sold out of those figures. So those will not be available anywhere else anytime soon uh somebody asked why new jeff jarrett we still don't have the figure rights to jeff jarrett which is odd because he he works for wwe now so maybe that'll change soon Uh, true but
1: it's just totally different the the merchandise and like action figure licenses and stuff like that it's like totally
0: yeah
1: a separate separate entity you know
0: any idea on what elite set will feature 2020 packaging i don't know what that means but uh, Elite, six, Elite 72 is what he said. Do you know what that means, 2020 packaging?
1: 2020 packaging? I no, guess it would be that's the first a, the That's, first a, that's above my pay grade. Yeah, that's above my pay grade. I, I guess, don't know.
0: I guess it would just be the first line released in stores next year. But that seems kind of crazy because we still haven't even seen 67 or 68 in, in a bunch of stores yet. So uh, Maybe they
1: revealed the new packaging and I totally missed it.
0: Yeah. Somebody just said China figure. So we were able to re- reveal tons of exciting new figures at San Diego Comic Con, but nothing made me happier than getting to announce China. Expect her first of many figures to hit midway through 2020. So that's cool. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Classy Freddie Blassie will be Ma- Walmart exclusives. It's good to know. Somebody asked about the Naomi figure that uh, was like the light up figure with the belt that was supposed to be in Walgreens uh that was canceled he said they're they're still looking for a home for that figure so stand by i'll take one yeah those are cool that that, that's a damn cool looking figure uh somebody asked about the eta on the ultimate edition sean michaels he said early 2020 he said uh both mainline figures for the the hurricane and the lince dorado uh elite figures Will flashback Harley Race ever show up again? There's a decent chance we can get him out again. No promises, but we're working on it. That's that was the, the kind of the biggest news from that, because I guarantee there's a warehouse of those fucking things somewhere, and uh, <laughs> I want one. So
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, are we getting elite two packs? Looks like we are. It looks like the uh, Samoa Joe and the Rey Mysterio from this year's WrestleMania, and also the. Balor and uh AJ Styles when they wrestled, I forget what show that was at, but when they mm-hmm. did the two sweet in the middle of the ring, those are both elite two packs. So I like I like the idea of getting more elite two packs.
1: So I know, but different. you know what I true, but I feel like um elite multi packs in the past have not done so well, you know. I mean, like the four horsemen set, um, that um it was supposed to be an Australian exclusive, but um, the other four pack that came out and then freaking uh like the Hall of Fame two packs. I think it was like Papa Shango and Warrior and there was another um oh my god, who was in the other two pack, Marco? I need I need you know who was in who was the other Hall of Fame two pack. But yeah, I feel like those things sat on shelves for like ever. I can't tell you how long I saw those Warrior and Papa Shango two packs like sit there. And that was a that was a mage two pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and those
0: are badass figures. That Papa Shango is awesome.
1: Yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to see how how it goes. I'm glad they're giving him another shot, but historically um the the elite multi-packs i feel like have not been i would like to see the numbers on that have not been great
0: yeah i mean the the the, the price tag on the shelf is going to scare off kind of casual people you know what i mean yeah. like you you know the, right you like have to you, really love who you're buying. when you see a basic aj on the shelf for 10 and you see a you know 45 two-pack it's like oh i'm not going to get this for my 10 year old fuck that you know so, and it's yeah. To have to then you weird. had,
1: remember you had the Heenan family too. That thing sat around for freaking, oh, yeah. yeah, for freaking ever, you know? So it was like, oh, it was the Wild Samoans. The Wild oh, Samoans. Geez, yeah. Um, yeah. Offa and Sika, which, I mean, again, mage, mage set, but like, I mean, no casual WWE fan is going to go in and buy going, going and buy that set. So hopefully they give us some good ones with some more like modern guys. Maybe it was just because they were legends. Um, and even, even the, the multi-packs that we had gotten previously, they, they've, they haven't done a modern multi-pack other than um, what, what uh, Marco was talking about, like the, the Budios set and mm-hmm. the undisputed era set and things like that. So I feel like those have done good, but like I said, historically not so good.
0: Uh, He also let us know there is plans for more vehicles slash entrance stages and play sets, which is fun. He didn't give any details on that, but that's always good. Someone asked about the uh, Natalia Elite, and that was canceled at Walgreens. But we gave her a major upgrade, and now she'll be a mainline elite. So that's always good. And, uh, we'll be we get, somebody asked, will we get multiple heads in the elite line like Marvel legends? And, uh, yes, we are already doing that. We'll continue to just see when we want to make sense. I'm trying to think of, I, I, obviously I know that Nia Jax did that, but they keep doing a lot of hands. Well, yeah. uh, there've been many, uh, uh, just off the top of my head, I can't think of any elites that have just had multiple heads, but not counting the ultimate edition.
1: Yeah. Um I think I think Naya may be the only one right yeah. now. But um yeah. I, I feel like I feel like all um, all elites don't need extra hands. You know, I feel yeah. like that's kind of like just what they're throwing in right now. But like, I would rather take a different accessory or an extra head scan or something like that. Um, because there's some, I mean, if you have a very specific, like if you're doing a two sweet or if you're like Shinsuke and you have a very specific hand gesture that requires like, you know, a, a hand swap. Cool, give me those hands, right? I need those hands. Um, like, <laughs> Get these hands. Um, but, you know, if it's just like freaking Like Chad Gable, like, you know, just, I I don't need extra hands with Chad Gable. Right. So give me something, give me something better.
0: Making a timestamp of when you said, give me more hands. I need these hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: Uh, I, yeah, I, I need. If someone wants to buy us a soundboard, that would be great because I, I don't know how. I'm pretty tech savvy, but I would love to have like be able to play some sound bites here on the show. But uh, I'm
1: I'm not tech savvy, so okay. Well, that's good. Yeah,
0: at least one of us is. But uh, yeah, that was the uh, the info there. Uh, I did want to touch on a couple things that um, I saw Glow coming back on Netflix this. This month, season three. And also, it looks like Viceland is going to bring back the dark side of the ring. And we're yeah. going to get a episode with uh, Chris, ben Ro- Chris Benoit and uh, and the Brawl for All. I'm excited. Uh, a couple people on Twitter were upset that they're going to do a Chris Benoit episode. I'm all for it. I mean, it's just it's just like a... You know, a a 9-11 documentary or a Holocaust documentary. These are not, you know, fun topics to talk about, but they're very interesting, you know... We don't, but we don't these know are the same
1: much. people. These are the same people that watch true crime documentaries on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah, like true. the the people that are are tuning into all of that stuff. Like it's no different. But it's they feel a personal connection to it because they they probably you know cheered for Ben Like you know when you're watching those true crime documentaries, you don't know those people, so you don't have any sort of like emotional connection to those people, right? Yeah, but good call. of course. Of course, they're going to get like, you know, butthurt or offended, like whenever it's something that they were once emotionally connected to. Um, and so I don't feel like it's any different than than that. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, they watch like the Adnan case and like all those all those things. What was the um, the one that was so hot for a while on Netflix? Oh, my God. Like the, the little making country. A murder. Yeah. Making a murder. I love making a murder. But yeah, so it's it's no different than than any of that kind of stuff
0: uh yeah th- i remember listening to serial and like those episodes like kept getting there w- was a great podcast but the episodes kept getting closer and closer to my house like where they would almost like they would name like the road like obviously it was made in baltimore the story was was from here in baltimore but it would like at one point they talked about like the road like that's right next to my road like oh shit man this is uh this is getting close it's getting closer. but uh yeah i mean i I love all that true crime stuff i i love the dark side of the ring uh, stuff. yeah I'm, I'm sure it's on viceland uh on demand if you haven't watched it yet they did one on macho man they did one on the montreal screwjob that the von Erichs, it did very well done if you're a wrestling fan uh, and you love like long form kind of storytelling this is uh this is what what you need to be watching so check those check those out and uh glow i i i kind of slept on the second season i watched like one episode oh I know so you, good i know you're a big fan so i'm hoping to get back into that
1: yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. The second season was great. I mean, I love all of Glow, but I, I'm super pumped that it's that it's coming back.
0: Cool. Uh, anything to add, Marco? Before we get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week,
1: we got our random merch.
0: Dog. Oh shit, random merch first. I oh I feel like mm-hmm. I did that last week too. It's just the, you did the, the R's, the R's. Let's do the random merch of the week because this so, is so. A-
1: Heel Husband, yeah, so Heel Husband came across these um, little keychains. He just got a new truck. I mean, not a new truck. It's a used truck, but it's new new to us. Um, he just got a truck, and so, you know, you can't have a key without a keychain, right? you got to have a keychain. So he just, like, came across on eBay. This guy, um, shout-out to eBay shop owner Edward2k7, um, makes these, like, VHS – miniature keychains right like he has like the covers of vhs he does he does like tons of wwe oh my god w, how do i w, find
0: this how do i search w, this on wcw on
1: eBay? so you need to search um wwf um vhs keychain and it'll come up um like i said and somebody told me that, that he is on instagram and they're like i follow him on instagram and i was like well tag him so that i can like give him a shout out cuz we posted a picture of the of That'd the one cheap too. Yeah, they're like 8 bucks, like you know, between 8 and 10 bucks and he does he does wrestling and he does all kinds of stuff. I mean, like Disney movies, um all kinds of bootleg licensed um merch that he's got, but yeah, super super cool. Oh, um wow. and I uh one of
0: these right now for sure.
1: Yeah. And the cool thing is, is, so it's a little VHS, it's a little VHS cassette um, and you open it up and it's actually got like a VHS like decal on the inside. And it's like, you know, be kind, please rewind. And it's got like the name of the, the you know, the event and stuff. So it's super detailed. We got SummerSlam 97, the heart and soul, you know, Undertaker and Brett. Um, but I mean, they they literally have anything and everything that you could imagine. And it just, it's so funny to me that like, like this guy was like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to start making miniature VHS keychains. And he, like, sells them on eBay. Like, this is what he spends his, like, you know, free time. This is his hobby, you know. Or maybe, shoot, I don't know. Maybe his job. I have no freaking idea. But, um, but yeah, he's in Michigan. And, like, this is, like, his, like, passion project is making these little mini VHSs. So, you guys definitely go check it out. You, like I said, you can just Google it um you know WWF mini keychain VHS but his uh, seller information he has 100% positive feedback awesome seller um and it's edward e d w a r d 2k7
0: yeah marco just chimed in he wants the the WrestleMania 6 i definitely want the uh, i want the screw job man i want that uh, survivor series 98
1: do they have that one? I didn't even see it. No,
0: I didn't see it. No, no, no. They had to special order it. But yeah, he's got have, like Lion King, to... Jurassic Park. They're all like $10, yeah. you know? I can't, can't beat that.
1: No, yeah. It, I mean, they're, it's just like a little unique thing. Like, it's super cute. And like, it just hits you right in the nostalgia feels. You know, all the, if you're a wrestling fan, and you like, how many VHSs have you watched over the years? You know, so that is our random merch of the week. I thought it was, but it was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, shout out, shout out to Edward. So we'll, we'll get right into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Um, and with the, you know, this kind of came on the fly with the news of passing of Harley race. Um, I wanted to pick something that I thought would, you know, just be a, a good match for you guys to go back and watch and, you know, watch some good, some good Harley race. So I chose the first ever starcade Um, this is from, uh, th- th- it was the year before Seth was born. It was on-heel husband's birthday, but it was November 24th, 1983. First ever Starrcade event. He fought Ric Flair in a steel cage. Um, Ric Flair went over. So, you know, like I said, go back and watch this match. But um, this was kind of like a, you know a time when, um, you know, Harley race had already been, already been in the business a really long time. He was kind of like, you know, kind of getting worn out. So this was kind of like his passing of the torch to Ric Flair. Um, and then he took some time off after, after Starrcade 83 and, um, you know, just a really great match and just paid homage to a, like I said earlier, just a true legend in, in the business.
0: There are some big names on this card, man. Piper, Greg Valentine, Bob Orton, Jr. Abdul, the butcher, it is crazy. Steamboat. steamboat. Yeah. Yep, it is. Riscos. Cra- yeah, a bunch of names. It's crazy to think about Ric Flair fought Harley Race and AJ Styles in his career.
1: <laughs> I know. Is it, that's pretty crazy, right?
0: Like I try to think of like someone younger. Like I try to think of like the end of his WWF run. I know obviously his final WWE match was against Shawn Michaels, but I'm trying to think of someone like even younger like this, you know, he wrestled with with AJ Styles in TNA, but I mean, what an age gap there! I mean, Flair still kicking, still you know he's had some health issues too. But uh, man, what a career he's had, and he's spanned so many generations. Uh, yeah, this is a, I'm gonna go back and watch this show because uh, this is a year after I'm a, I'm a Scorpio too. This was a year bef- after I was one year old, so I'm I'm two years young older than uh, your hubby. So, uh, but yeah, this is I guess this was before Piper went to WWF. I don't know. This 83, so.
1: Yeah, eighty three. This was before my time too. So this, I'm a, I'm a eighty five baby. So but he, yeah, he was,
0: at, uh, he was at WrestleMania one, wasn't he? Wasn't Piper? Piper, yeah. So he must have was, left for a little bit. And...
1: That wasn't yeah. That was an eighty five. Was uh, WrestleMania one?
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was ninety eighty two for some reason. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, good good show. Check that out. Harley Race, you will be missed. And. Uh, plenty of contributions to the business, including a badass uh, flashback figure. Uh, So uh, let's get into our listener mail. You got anything good from the uh, the Nasties? I don't
1: anything I don't have anything from the nasties out there this week. We had we had a full mailbag last week, um, and uh, I guess they I guess they tapped themselves out. So um, we'll definitely get some listener mail for next week. But yeah, the nasties were were slacking on their on their questions. But I'm sure we'll get some in before uh, before SummerSlam starts because I'm sure next week on Raw it'll we'll 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 get a lot of stuff people want to know.
0: For sure, yeah, we'll get some questions from you guys. If you have any questions, send it over to AskChickFoley at gmail.com. And uh, again, if you're a Patreon subscriber, it starts at a dollar a month. You get into our Facebook group, and um, we have a, a ton of fun in there, kind of talking wrestling, talk, talking figures, talking a little bit of everything. So uh, that's where you should be. And uh, yeah, next week we will do a complete preview of SummerSlam. Uh, the card is is almost set. I'm sure we'll have a couple more matches like we talked about, but. Uh, uh, I think just like WrestleMania, Sheena, we should go down the card and talk about each match, and then uh, me, you and Marco can talk about our favorite figure from that match of, of who's been made because
1: oh, uh, I like that. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm down for that. I mean, we'll
0: do that twice a year. We'll do that for Summerslam. We'll do that for WrestleMania every year. but yeah, uh, yeah we uh, we appreciate you guys listening. the uh, the the numbers keep going up every single week, so we appreciate you out there. Check out the t-shirts, check us out on social media. And uh yeah, we're we're gonna keep kicking ass here uh as we go along. And uh, Marco again, thank you for joining us and, and spitting some hot fire, giving us some good info,
2: dude. Appreciate it. As always, definitely thanks thanks for having me. I really enjoy these uh these nights together.
1: We're <laughs> the wow. three best friends Man. that yeah. anyone can have.
2: <laughs> the wolf <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're the, yeah. With the wolf pack, with the R yeah, three from hell. <laughs> if, if, uh, if Phil wants to uh, impose his face on on uh, Captain Spaulding, we can get get that going. Yeah,
0: we, need yeah. get, uh, we need to get Zach Eagle off to put R three faces on the Shield or or like whatever like the the best trios in wrestling. You know, I don't know the Shield's the it's first. The,
1: one it's the it's the it's the OC right now.
0: Oh, there you go, doing the two sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's there you go, Zach. Come on, I know you're listening to this at like five in the morning on the way to the gym, man. Hook us up. Uh, so we we could do the uh, we do the
2: Belladonas too. That'd be pretty cool. Belladonas. Yeah,
1: it's, it's hook us all hook us all up with all of the all the factions, all the three three people factions.
0: Very nice. So thank you guys for listening. Stay classy, marks, and we will be back next week with our full SummerSlam preview. Until then, uh, happy fig hunting. We'll talk to you soon.